0: And welcome to Open Mouth, Closed Mouth, a podcast where we discuss the Okinawa Shisa organization and its foothold within the Planetary Extreme Baseball Alliance. I'm your host, Draco Lagancho. On today's episode, we'll be discussing the recent Alliance tournament champions and hated Shisa rival, the Shinsiki Evas. Also, the contract status of Jerry Rutledge and Mike Clark, and the recent announcement of the 2029 Minor League Players of the Year for the Okinawa. But first, a little about the name of this podcast, as I don't want anyone getting the wrong idea. You see, in Okinawan mythology, a shisa is a menacing-looking creature resembling a cross between a lion and a dog. These beasts were believed to be magical wards placed on rooftops or flanking an entrance in order to protect against unspeakable evils. Traditionally, the Shisa on the right would have an open mouth in effort to ward off evil. The Shisa on the left, on the other hand, would have a closed mouth to keep spirits in. The good spirits. Hence the name of the podcast, Open Mouth, Closed Mouth. Plus, it also alludes to me yapping about the Shisa, which, you know, just works. On the topic of unspeakable evil we all need protection against, the 2029 Alliance Tournament Champion, Shin Siki Evas, flexed their damn mechanical muscle and rumbled to a PIBA Championship by defeating the Thoroughbreds out of Kentucky by a four-game-to-one margin. EVA left fielder Gary Sharon sauntered away with the series MVP trophy, going 5 for 13 from the plate. Including one home run and three RBIs. His home run was a timely one, coming in the first inning of the series clinching Game 5. A towering two run bomb off Kentucky starter Shigenobu Taguchi. It put the Evas up 3 0 in a game they would eventually win 7 0. This was exactly the type of firepower that propelled the evil Evas throughout the entire season to their second PIPA championship and fifth overall championship, having walked away as LRS champions in 2007, 2013, and 2019. Their last PIPA championship was just two seasons ago in 2027. This season, the Evas led all of PIPA with 239 home runs. Second, or excuse me, we were... Okinawa Shisa were second, and a distant second with 217 long balls. Congratulations to the evil Shin Siki organization, and especially to General Manager Kevin Vail. We hope to see the Shisa destroy you in the very, very near future. and Mike Clark played through the last year of their contracts this past season without signing an extension. Both held informal chats with Okinawa brass throughout the entire year, but no agreement was made, of course. Sources close to the situation state Rutledge, who led the Shisa with 44 long balls and 102 RBIs, wanted a six-year deal at $24 million per year. Clark's demand was a little more reasonable. He also wanted a six-year deal, but only at 18 to 19 million per year. Both amounts were just too long and too high for new Shisa, GM Doug Olmstead, to be comfortable with. But our sources confirmed qualifying one-year options of 15.1 million were offered to both players. Stick around for the twenty thirty season. We reached out to Okinawa team spokeswoman Paradise Fog for a comment on the situation. Here's audio of that conversation. Who
1: the heck let you in my office? You have no right to be here. Who did you even say you are with again?
0: I'm with Open Mouth, Closed Mouth. Uh, we're a podcast dedicated to the Shisa.
1: A stupid podcast? I'm in here trying to work on a presser for dignified media outlets across the entire planet. And you barge in here que- with questions and you're with some stupid podcast? Plus, Open Mouth, Closed Mouth, that's an awful name for a podcast. I'm calling security.
0: Oh uh, wait, wait. Wait, Um, Just one question. Just one question on Rutledge and Clark. Please, please. I'm trying to give my listeners the best podcast I can. Just one question.
1: Jeez, fine. But it's got to be quick. I'm guessing you want to know how we, as an organization, failed to sign either Jerry Rutledge or Mike Clark to extensions, keeping them in Okinawa for years to come. Is that right?
0: Uh, Yeah, exactly.
1: Well... Officially, we would have loved to sign them to long-term deals, but we're just unable to come together on a fair price. If this team is going to be competitive, we can't have that amount of money tied up in two guys, even in two superstars like them. We hope they sign their qualifying offers, we really do.
0: And if they don't?
1: If they don't, then well, we move on with remodeling the roster through the draft with the compensation picks we'll receive.
0: Uh, but wouldn't it be better to have someone trade us a couple picks for them before, uh, you know, free agency hits?
1: It's something we're absolutely open to. The other general managers have our general manager's phone number. He'll answer.
0: Uh, thanks a lot for helping me out with this podcast. You're uh, you're fantastic. Uh, one more quick, quick question. Is uh, is Paradise Fog your real name or did you acquire it along the way somehow?
1: Get out of my office. Now. Security!
0: That was an interview with Paradise Fog, spokeswoman for Okinawa. We sure appreciate her time. We hope to have her on the podcast again soon. On the topic of people we'd love to have on the podcast, the Shisa organization announced over the weekend... Their 2029 Minor League Players of the Year. And in all honesty, I'd have to think it was an extremely difficult task to find anyone worthy of such an award, specifically the Hitters Award from our depleted minor league system. But it looks like some creative genius within the organization was able to find a couple almost deserving recipients. Winning the Hitter of the Year Award for the Okinawa organization was. Double A catcher for the Kumato Matra, Claudio Lara. Lara wasn't really that dominant at the plate, sporting a slash line of 248, 302, and 468. But the 22 year old out of Mexico put up an organizational leading 4.6 war. Helped along, assuredly, by his above average defense, he ended the 2029 campaign with a very tight 2.96 catcher ERA. And threw out almost 25 percent of potential base stealers. Laura did show dominant power at the plate. He mashed 22 home runs and drove in 62 runners in 116 games. As for the pitcher of the year award, it comes as uh, really no real surprise that 2029 first round draft pick starting pitcher Shao Tao of the short season a Kobayashi Fireflies ended up walking away with the award. Our current number one prospect throughout our organization put up eh, decent numbers as just an 18 year old for the Fireflies, ending with a respectable six and five record, 2.57 ERA, and only gave up three home runs, over 101 and two thirds innings. But on a sad note, our scout did not see any improvement in his changeup throughout the year, still writing it as a, you know, little league level. Without the change-up, Satao will likely be moved to the bullpen before making a debut in Okinawa, maybe in about three or four years. Geez, I hope our new GM has a plan. Well, thanks for listening to this episode and episode one of Open Mouth, Closed Mouth. I was your host, Draco Lagancho. Have a great night, and we'll be seeing you at the ballpark, Shisa fans.